Hello, everybody. Uh, welcome to the Two Sets Podcast. Yes, welcome to the first episode. I am the host, Les or Garbage Art, or whatever people want to call me at this point. I don't care. Uh, I have many nicknames, so call me what you want. Um, yeah, so today, I hope you're all well, by the way. Uh, shit's depressing at the moment. <laughs> Open Twitter, cried, and then just closed Twitter again. Oof. Um, <laughs> yeah, I hope you're all well. I hope you're keeping well. Uh, yeah, I just hope everything's all right with you guys. Um, yeah, this is my third time recording this intro slash podcast. Uh, <laughs> so the first time I listened to it and I went, why am I so depressed? And I went, oh, wait. <laughs> that's how i always sound okay no but yeah no that's that's what happened and then i recorded the second i recorded the second time which was an hour ago it's currently what it's 1 52 a.m don't ask why it's so late that's just how i live my life uh i recorded it the second time and i could actively feel my body shutting down so <laughs> oh man so now this is my third time uh if you can't hear it my body is currently like just experiencing a lot this is what i sound like um a lot of the time i'm just talking no thoughts just just words (laughs) um (coughs) and coughs apparently um yeah so that's me uh that's what i'm doing now uh, nobody asked, but this is what you do on podcasts. You just talk about your life for like 90 minutes, hoping people will care. Um, this, this podcast won't be 90 minutes, I promise. Uh, <coughs> fuck. <coughs> Choking on fucking air. God. <coughs> Ew. Damn. Man, I have asthma. If that's COVID-19, please rip to me. Um, but yeah, anyways... No, I don't have COVID nineteen, guys. I'm safe. Uh, I have asthma. If COVID, if I had COVID nineteen, it would be curtains for me. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. So going to today's show or podcast or episode, I don't know what the fuck you want to call this. I'm going to just run over. So today we're going to be talking about uh, youth engagement and issues, uh, and how like how the youth engages with social issues. You know, like how we discuss them, what we can do about them. Uh, so that would be a cool conversation. Uh, there's a lot to say about that, actually, because I think, you know, I have things to say that I haven't seen really been said before. They probably have, but I just haven't seen them. But I feel like we need they need to be emphasized more on. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, and then uh, we're just going to also be like, I, okay, so, oh, sorry if you heard that, but I found... So <laughs> over the last few weeks, or last few days, rather, I found these absolutely fucking hilarious. There's these two videos, right? One by AKA because he thinks he's, oh my God. Okay. So this, <laughs> this AKA video, I don't know what the fuck's going on with AKA. Like, this is what happens when celebrities like, like, don't like South African celebrities specifically don't go outside enough this is the shit that happens but I will cover that later we'll watch the video we'll listen to the video rather together 
fucking hilarious. Um, and then there's this other video. Oh. <laughs> Oh man, this video makes me fucking yell. <laughs> Every time I watch this video, I have to, I have to like, I have to, it's so hilarious. This lady's in it, I love her. Uh, I stand the screen, so we'll watch that later too. Um, so yeah, that's what's happening today. We'll also just look at general news. I don't know what else is going on in the world. Um, I have zero clue, actually. Uh, this is what happens when you go on social media, like when you don't go on social media a lot. Uh, like you just like, like I, I've taken a lot, like a long break from social media. And I came back and just stopped being as active. Now you don't really know what's going on in the world. Because everything is news. Just It's very hard to like focus on the news and... Like, look here for the news. Like, Twitter is, Twitter is a great news place, but it's also very terrible for news at the same time. It's part of social media, I guess. Ben, cons, and ben, cons and benefits. Uh, yeah, I should stop recording in the morning. Look at me. Um, but yeah, so that's what we'll be doing today. Uh, yeah, so without further ado, or whatever the fucking theater kids say, let's get into the episode all right so how do we get into this topic youth engagements on social issues right so firstly big up to the girls at saint mary's dsg i think what they did a few weeks ago, apparently it was three weeks ago. Things have been, it has been so long. I have no uh, perception of time anymore, but apparently it was three weeks ago. Was it really three? No ways it was three weeks ago. That's weird. But anyways, three weeks ago, the girls at St. Mary's DSG in Pretoria, right, organized themselves and protested the racism homophobia and xenophobia this article says here in their school the institutional you know oppression that is going on in their school and it was quite incredible to witness i have friends who go to the school it was amazing for me personally to see some of my friends get involved in protesting you know um against injustices and stuff because i've been involved in for a few months now and I've always seen the sort of potential that we have, but I think it's always been difficult because it's because organizing these things is very difficult, especially within um, institutions. You could get kicked out if you know if things don't go well, if organizing don't doesn't go well. So you need to make sure that you know things go correctly, as well as you know bringing the people necessary. Things can go really badly. So the way they organize themselves, um, DSG, I thought it was quite incredible. Um, and DSU Pretoria was not the only school that did this. I know Pretoria Girls High did this. Uh, was it a week before? A week before, a few days before DSG did this. Um, so yeah, I thought it was quite incredible. And this comes to show for me personally that um, there is a space for 
for young people to organize against injustice? Because for the longest time, I think in South Africa, it's been very difficult for us to do this, given I think no one's really had like in like in modern times, no one's really had um, the sort of space to do so or the capacity for a number of reasons. I think it's just access to resources, you know, knowledge on how to do this stuff correctly, make sure it doesn't go badly. Because when I first started getting into, uh, say, say getting into, when I first started protesting and getting into organizing and, you know, it was so difficult because I had no clue where to start, you know, and you you sort of have to sort of, you, have, you sort of have to rely on, you know, certain people, you know, to help you. And sometimes it's difficult because then you miss out on certain key areas where you, your organizing won't become as effective. Um so for them to do that with, I think, as far as I'm aware, they, with barely any experience is quite incredible for me. Um, and yeah, so this, so as far as I'm aware, the, the head, mm, who I have no idea, but someone, someone in higher power uh, resigned and they got a new, did they get a new headmistress? It says they got a new headmistress. I think. Um, but either way, the way this attend so firstly, the story uh the way this went is that they organized themselves. Firstly on social media, they were like, We're tired and I'm I'm merely just, you know, summing this up. But essentially they got into social media and they created Instagram accounts or Twitter accounts for some of the schools as well. And they just started posting stories and stories and stories and stories of racism, xenophobia, homophobia, you know, all all, all these sorts of, you know, issues that they were facing. And like the thing that the thing with this is that like we've known about, you know, this, you know, like it's it's one of those things that like, you know, it exists, but it's not really, you know, like, you know, it exists and you have discussions about it, but it never really goes anywhere. And I think that's where things sort of fell apart because you, you want these things to change, but it's never, there's never been the space for it to change up until very recently when all of this happened. And it, sh- and it comes to show that when we do organize ourselves as young people and we do go beyond just having conversations um, that these conversations can drive action because when we talk and talk and talk and talk and stuff, it's amazing. And, you know, talking can, talking is a form of action, but it's not, it's, it's not, I don't, it's not enough for what's required in terms of making the actual, you know, changes in, in these systems and institutions. Um, because we can talk as much as we want, but unless we actually put pressure on these institutions to make the changes needed for for these injustices to, you know, to go away, then we, uh, like, we won't really get anywhere without, you know, fully organizing ourselves. So it was quite, I think this was, this is a good example right here, the DSG story of what can happen, of we'll call it a success story. I think it was a success story because my friends, the way they reacted and, you know, um, after everything and that day, I, the, I I felt proud of them. I was so happy for them. It's so, it was so cute and it was amazing. And it gave me joy in the slump I was having during that time, just watching everything go on. I was like absolutely proud of my friends and the people who organized themselves, you know, 
because they were picketing outside the school with parents as well, you know. Um, and it was, it's, it's insane. And I think that this, you know, this is a start. This is absolutely a start of what we can do uh, nationally as well. Not just young, not just like young people, not just like as in, in our specific schools and stuff. I think we can bring this onto a national level because there is certainly the capacity for it. I know there's the capacity for it because if I w- I organize, I co-organize, let me say, um, a climate strike uh, or climate protest, let me say, a few, it was back in Feb, end of Feb, um, and we got a bunch of schools to come together and protest, you know, climate change and stuff. And the teachers got involved and, you know, we had a few, we had a few schools all over the country, not just in specific, you know, um, provinces and stuff. And we got them to protest climate change on that day. And it got, it got, a few, it got a bit of coverage. Uh, we got retweeted by Greta Thunberg. Um, so it was quite incredible. I was like, this is a good start of what we can do on a much bigger scale. If we can organize and mobilize thousands and thousands of young people, you know, against, against these issues, because ultimately these are our futures at stake. And if we don't really do anything about it, we're going to be stuck in the sort of circle of talking about issues and never going anywhere. And we're just going to go back and forth, back and forth and going circles and circles and circles and circles. And ultimately we need to break out of that pattern of just talking about issues and then they never really go anywhere. And this is, I think this is what's happened, you know, recently, you know, schools started, people in these schools and institutions started talking about these things. And it's, it, it was sort of the same old, same old, and things never really went anywhere. And then people, and then the girls at DSG and also at Pretoria Girls High took it one step further and they said, it's enough. And they organized themselves and they got people together, they mobilized people and they brought change to their school. And maybe for themselves, it might not be enough. You know, there's a long way to go, you know, with just having these discussions and also, you know, making the systemic and structural changes required. But this is so much more like this shows, this comes to show again, that it's possible. And I think we need to do this much bigger because we can. Um we can bring people together nationally. We're all connected through social media. And this is how all of this started through social media. We're all connected through social media. And if we, you know, contact each other, get, you know, get organizations, get youth, youth groups involved and be like, we're going, we're tired of like, of facing these injustices. It's, inc- we, we can bring like real change, man. Like for real. Um, so I think that's where we need to go. I think we need to we need to take all of this one step higher because I've seen it I've seen it myself like live in action with climate protests that we can make so we can make this so much bigger if we just mobilize and educate people on this stuff. Because ultimately through through you know talking about this stuff and educating people, we can get more people involved and you grow you grow these movements and you grow these, you know you grow these protests to the point where it can't be ignored anymore. It can't be brushed aside as just an issue. We'll deal with it later. It can, it, it'll be a, it'll be an issue that, you know, it'll, it'll be an issue. It'll be such a big issue. Let me say where nothing else in life can go on. 
you know, like life can life life in itself can't go on the same way without bringing change. Otherwise, people are going to be upset again, and you, it's going to be the same thing over and over again. That's what happened in Pretoria Girls High four years ago. Was it four years ago? I think four years ago they organized themselves um, and they protested the the racism in their school, not just with the hair, but with all the issues there. And ultimately, that did sort of fall through at the end because. Again, they had to protest four years later, a few weeks ago, on the same issue. And <clears throat> that's what this protest they had a few weeks ago was based around. What did 2016 bring for them? Not much. It really didn't bring anything other than news coverage, but it didn't bring any structural changes into Pretoria Girls High. So they organized themselves again and... People were criticizing them. And I think it was very unfair on the whole... Oh yeah, no, the girls high, the girls high girls. There were a lot of people, especially the, you know, some of these boys schools and some of the people who go to these boys schools are all like, oh yeah, no, the girls high girls were doing it so weird. Look at DSG. This is, I don't know if you've watched Trevor Noah recently or if you've listened to what Trevor Noah said. Trevor Noah has been saying this for a long time. There is no, there's no right way. There's no correct way to protest injustice. Because think about it. People are always talking about, oh, no, why don't they have a peaceful process? Why don't they do it like this instead? And and the question is, okay, fine. if Because they, okay, because if, right, you say, if you say, right, um, do it peacefully. You know what happens when people do it peacefully? People people don't take it seriously. Or in the case of some, of some protests in America, they see it as a threat and then it goes bad. And then you end up with these, oh, no. And then you get up with the same criticisms of, oh, why didn't they protest like this? There is no correct way to protest. However you choose to protest and however you choose to fight against these injustices, that's your way of doing it. Because you can't control, your, your, you, when you, when you are experiencing oppression and you're experiencing these issues yourself, you, you are alive, they're experiencing these issues you're not going to go, oh yeah, but I think we need to be, you're going to use whatever means to make sure you are heard. And that's, and that, and if Pretoria Girls High wants to do it the way they did it, you know, skip, skip class, leaves class and protest outside their gates and stuff, that's how they're going to do it. But then if, if PSG, if DSG wants to do it a different way, you know, and they're going to do it the way they did it, that's how they're going to do it. Ultimately allow people like don't focus on how the protest is going or, or oh the protest is going like this listen to the message if you focus on the message you will understand where the issues are because ultimately that people try to skip away from the issues and stuff and go oh no that's not that's not how it should be this is not how we should be talking about these issues we've spent years and years and years talking about these issues nothing has happened so you you resort to these to these means and personally, I'm not going to look at look at a protest and go, oh no, you shouldn't do it like that. You can always look, you can always look at a protest and you can look at how people are protesting and go, okay, let's use this idea and build onto it. And if we want to shift our our way of our means of protesting onto this idea or this idea or, or doing it this way, then we'll do it this way. But if we're going to protest like this, we're going to stick to the to this. Ultimately, what what's important about protesting is focusing on the message itself, not on how people protest or whatever, you know. Some means, some some forms of protesting are, I'd say, 
quote, better than others. But ultimately, people are going to express their emotions and their anger and their, however they're upset in the way they know and feel is good for them. So you can't judge them on that. Um, and that's what's important. Because if, if you're just going to do that and then not hear the issue and then complain when, and then complain and go on about the, oh, no, no, like, oh, this is not how it is, while you're not really doing anything about it, then you... I don't want to say you have no right. You're you're more than you know. You more than have the right to complain and you know have your own and form your own opinions. But then that is that is that is that is hypocritical because you're not doing anything about it at the same time. Um, so yeah, I people are going to channel their anger in whatever means they know, and if that's the way they want to do it, then that's the way they're going to do it. Um, yeah. And I think we also need to talk about before I continue and move on to the next topic or whatever else I'm going to do. I think we need to look at means of how else we can organize ourselves. And um, because of what's happening now and how they got together, obviously you can you can organize yourself within your school. Um, and that's that's easy. But then on a national scale, I think... In terms of, because the youth are, have this massive potential. We know this, we know this for ourselves, but again, it's experience and it's a lack of resources and not knowing how to do certain things. And you have to do a lot of research before you sort of start going about protesting and, you know, fighting against injustices and actively, you know, like, and like being an activist for these sorts of things, because it's not easy. You know, it absolutely is not easy for you know to to do this stuff it is it takes years and years and people make real sacrifices to become activists um and they make real like uh what was i going to say yeah they make real sacrifices to you know to fight to fight for to fight for justice if it means leaving their homes if it means sacrificing their education if it means sacrificing time people will do it to make sure they get justice um so and then some and sometimes you need to mobilize and make sure that person or these people who are making real sacrifices are protected to make sure they get justice to make sure they can focus on what needs to be done um and it's going to be difficult to do this on a national scale because we have so many issues that need to be solved. You know, we're all experiencing South Africa has so many issues at the moment. It's it's absolutely incredible how quickly this country has fallen apart. But um, what we need to keep our focus and make sure that when we're talking about issues and we're focusing on issues, that we do it effectively with a straight mind. We go into it and we mobilize ourselves and... We make sure we're organized and stuff and make sure that these people and the people in power are listening to us and make sure that we don't want our, our futures to have the same, you know, issues that we're experiencing now. And we don't want our kids' futures to have to experience these things. Imagine 30 years down the line, we're still experiencing the same racism issues and the same. Imagine that. Imagine the absolute, like after all this protesting and stuff, and we're still experiencing the same issues 30 years down the line. I won't accept that. I absolutely will not accept that. I will say if it is like right now, right? I I I've been organizing for climate for climate like justice for a few for a few months now. And it's been difficult doing this in lockdown and stuff. But I I really 
behind the scenes, I don't talk about about this much on social media, but behind the scenes, I'm like <laughs> always like working and stuff. And even if it's admin, even if it's admin, I'm doing it to make sure that I, you know, I don't want this. I don't want my, you know, my people and people in the future, 10 years down the line to suffer because no one did anything, you know, um, and I need, like, we all, we all need to make sure that our futures are secured and it's going to be difficult and we're going to have to make real sacrifices, but I think it is possible for us because we are a powerful group and we're a powerful generation. And I think that with enough focus and with enough, you know, togetherness and we all, you know, understand what we're doing and what, what issues need to be solved, we can organize and we can get together and we can solve these issues together because of this sort of divide and people judging each other and, oh, this isn't the way to do it. And this is, we're not going to get anywhere. You know, we're not going to get anywhere. The focus needs to be on, listen to the message, listen, look what needs to be done, research, and you move forth with the plan. Yeah. And we need, and all these people, all these boys, you know, I don't want to say boys. Okay. Let me say this. All these privileged people, let me say, all these privileged people going to, you know, looking at people fighting for, looking at less privileged people fighting for justice and going, that's not how you should do it. Back onto my point of this is not how you should be protesting or this, or uh, I don't understand what, what message you're, or whatever you're trying to protest. It doesn't make sense to me. Do you ever consider the fact that, you know, that this is their way of doing it? Again, like you're in this, you're in this place of privilege and you're not really experiencing any of these things. You know, they exist, but you're not experiencing them. So how do you know what's the right way to go about these things or how to talk about these things? If a woman says men are trash, right? Don't go, oh, but no, I'm not trash. Oh no, I, I love women. I treat women with respect and stuff. But it's like, well, they called you trash. Why do you think that is? Maybe, you know, and it's not an individual. These, these, every time someone calls these things out, it's not because it's you as an individual or trash or whatever. These are calls for systemic, for systemic issues, you know. Um, they're not like individual attacks. They're not meant to be individual attacks. They're not meant for you. They're, they're, they're meant for you as an individual to look at systemic issues. And men as a collective, if that is, you know, are part of or perpetuators of a systemic issue of, misog of, of the patriarchy and specifically manifestation of the patriarchy in the form of misogyny, if you are perpetuators of that, women are going to call you trash. And that's just how it is. Um, so for privilege, for people of privilege, and this goes for everything. If, if you are looking at it, if you're, if you are, you know, if you are a person in a place of privilege and you're looking at issues and going, that's not how it should be done. Ask yourself, am I actually experiencing the issues? Or am I just looking through these things? You know, am I just looking at, these these issues from a point of view of I'm not experiencing these things so it doesn't matter but all you need to look for the all you need is a little bit of sympathy and a little bit of empathy in fact to look to understand where the people are coming from and then maybe maybe you know maybe you might understand it maybe not I have no idea but yeah 
I think my point is after all of this, and I'm going to stop and move on just now, is that it is possible for us to make a massive change in South Africa and the world. In fact, the whole world, but specifically South Africa, because that's it's our country. Um, so I, I, I see the massive potential. But anyways, that's me on youth issues. Uh, yeah, we'll move on to our next topic or whatever. What am I going to do next? Oh, we're going to look at those videos. Oh, man. AKA. Oh, AKA is such a special Donny. I love him. No, I don't. But point is, he's interesting. He's very interesting. Yeah, let's get on to that. Okay, so, uh, <clears throat> AKA. Hmm. AKA is really weird. Uh, <laughs> that's what I'm going to say for now. Okay, so AKA a few weeks ago, days ago, I have no idea. Time doesn't really exist right now. Um, he posted this video on, uh, Twitter uh, and this video can only be described as uh, coronavirus through... It's it's the digital coronavirus. It is what manifests onto your computer in the digital form of the coronavirus. Uh, uh, like, if you do watch this on a computer, please have anti-malware on installed on your computer to make sure you don't get aka's coronavirus because my god this video is fucking disgusting <laughs> i can't believe why would he even it's it's just he's so strange aka you know like i just i just like mm. he's he's really weird so uh, this video let me find i'm trying to find it so apparently right i'm assuming aka had covid19 uh which you know it sucks for him it's a shame i mean no one wants covid19 it's a really bad virus deadly virus you know causing a global pandemic but no one told him to go outside and host an entire bry show as far as I'm aware, did AKA hosted a whole Bry show, right? In the middle of a pandemic. And then just a few. <laughs> then, so on the 14th, he, host, he posted this video on his Twitter. And it's this video of him. What I'm assuming. Wait, let's, let me watch it. Hold on. We are back in the place to be. This is the Bry show. What about some fish? What about some nice dessert? What about some snacks? Oh, you really trying to bry? Like a real <laughs> no music. You are multi-dimensional. Okay, so I'm assuming they okay. So they went to the store to Woolies, you know Woolies, uh, and they went to go buy things for the bry. Um. What I'm assuming is going to be on this Bry show uh, on AKA TV, as he says in his fucking tweet. Then in. Uh, so, OK, let me just continue watching. I just I yeah, this is so strange, man. I was born in 
comes for it, so entertainment is in your blood. Coming from a background of like, I'm on MTV, yeah. but now suddenly I want to be a rapper and it's tricky. Music is a process and it's very important to have that personal relationship with the pen, with your thought, because yeah. that's, that's what sells. And South African celebrities are bullshit. Like, <laughs> is this show supposed to be entertaining? Is it supposed to make me want to like, like aka because imagine if you're like an aka fan and you don't have a lot of money and you know you're struggling in the middle of a global pandemic you've lost your job you know is watching aka go to the store with all his fucking money you know supposed to make you feel happy is that supposed to make you look up to him and go wow i wish i had that life this makes me want to die I don't want to watch AKA Brying in the middle of a global pandemic going to Woolies to buy meat, you know, for bra. Okay. So, I don't know how he got the coronavirus, if he did get the coronavirus. I'm going to assume it's through this stupid show of his, you know. so, So weird. So this was on the 14th of July, he posts this video. Um, and then, uh, let's see, 15th of July. Yo, AK posts a lot, he does, dude, have nothing else to do with his life. All he does is just post on Twitter and complain and complain. So he posted this video on his Twitter, this... Okay, it's nothing of use. It's just him making noise in his house. Uh, and it says, oh, the vibes are back. Thank God for this recovery. He's the greatest. So God, I'm assuming, cured his coronavirus. And then, oh. <laughs> okay, so he posted this video on the on July 15th uh, at 2 p.m. Right, exactly 2 p.m. Then... At, uh, I do, oh, this video. And then at 2.51pm, he posts this, what can only be described as uh, anti-malware. <coughs> or mal- <coughs> oh. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> it's so gross. It's just... <laughs> <laughs> oh, I feel I I literally feel phlegm in my fucking throat. This is so disgusting. Why did AKA feel the need to share his virus with us? Like I don't understand South African cele- celebrities. It's because it's like the, you uh, mm, they're so weird, man. I listen, just listen to what he sounds like. This is, uh, <coughs> oh, fucking hell. No, no, fuck. No, no. This is legit. You know, you know, them aunties, you know, on Facebook, they're going to look at this video and then they're going to look at the 5G conspiracy theories about coronavirus and go, look, look, they're using AKA to transmit the coronavirus through your phones, through the 5G. They're going to send it to all the fucking houses in the, in the, and then you're going to get 5G. 
Oh, AKA is oh, it's so weird. I don't like South African celebrities, man. They give me bad vibes. South African celebrities are bad vibes. Like nothing about South African celebrities are good or is good. I can't fucking speak English. I just, oh, it's so, I wish you guys could see, if you haven't watched this video, it is creepy and it's weird and AKA is not normal. Nothing about AKA is normal. Nothing he says, nothing he does. His music's okay. It's decent. But like his whole Twitter is not normal. I'm just trying, like, I'm, let me go through some of his, you know, immaculate tweets uh, to see what he's been tweeting uh, let's see, uh, an ad for Vodacom, uh, Trace, Trace, okay, okay, his Twitter's pretty normal, most of it is just him promoting himself, himself, oh my gosh, uh, and... 100% everything isn't always about me. Just because I'm comfortable doesn't mean I shouldn't fight for others. Ironic, given that you have, you know, just decided to start a Bry show in the middle of a global pandemic. Well, poor people are suffering and whatever, but okay, cool. I mean, if that's what you, you want to do, if that's what you want to say, uh, <laughs> cool beans, bro. Uh, he does tweet a lot, eh? He tweets a lot. All in one... He, this is so many tweets. He's a Man United fan, so... Uh, fuck. Anyways, um... Uh... Yeah. AK is just... You know what it is? I think this is good for AK. What he's been doing lately, you know, on his Twitter, it's normal. It's not, you know, he tweets like a normal person, which is good, you know. Comments, he's a normal football fan, when Man United fuck up, he tweets angry shit, you know. He interacts with his fans or his followers. This is good for AKA, because when, because sometimes he loses it, and then he posts his fucking coughing videos, <laughs> and now we must all you know, suffer through it. Gross. It's it's absolutely gross. I think AKA is interesting. Uh I'm I'm curious to see because I really don't follow AKA on Twitter or anywhere at all. Um for good reason, for my own sanity. Imagine if I had to see all of that every day on my timeline. I would fucking cry. I would actually want to delete Twitter for good. Um uh so, okay, so AKA TV is actually an app. I didn't know this. Uh, AKA TV is an app that uh, AKA has 49 rand per month. Uh, why would I want to do... What's a, what's a Showmax subscription? How much is... It? Why would I want to pay 49 rand a month to watch AKA do whatever Bry in the middle of a global pet? Showmax is what? 99 rand per month for two aka tvs you can get an unlimited amount of streaming entertainment you know plus dstv content and stuff just just spend just spend the extra 50 rand 
you know, you get a lot more than just watching AKA um, Bry and talk about being rich uh, while people are suffering. Uh, but hey, that's just me. Uh, but enough about AKA. I, 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 I'm going to sound like I'm obsessed. Ugh. Oh, man, South African celebrities are so strange. It's like they contribute nothing and everything to society at the same time. They're disappointing. Like South African celebrities feel like they really do nothing, you know, like besides besides the things that they, you know, make, like, you know, the content that they make, etc. It feels like they literally do nothing that they just there and it's it's strange because like they have all this clout they can do so much with this clout you know to help people and stuff granted there's some of them do but it's it's just like it's so strange because then they try to act like some South African celebrities try to act like they're just like regular people, which they really aren't like South African celebrities are celebrities they have a different set of privilege regardless of whatever background they came from and then they try to act like one of us when suddenly things are not on their side anymore and they try to act like you know oh i i'm i'm just like you guys i'm a regular south african i suffer through the same things these some south african celebrities are are like literally friends with politicians the politicians that literally can shape how our country develops and grows and stuff our celebrities are friends with them and they do shit it's <laughs> oh man this country just makes me want to fucking uh uh i just every time i see a south african celebrity talk i want to literally steal them or steal from them let me say i don't want to steal them if i had to steal them i'd probably lock them up no for legal reasons that's a joke um but you know enough i'm going to stop ranting it's been so long for already me ranting about aka it's frankly mm -mm. but anyways uh so (laughs) okay Twitter, twitter is such a great platform because like all i'm doing is all all you do on twitter is smile cry laugh be angry be sad and yell all in the all in the space of five seconds because all that's all twitter is just curated to make sure you feel like absolute shit and at the same time makes you feel like the absolute best it's twitter is such a weird platform what's happening with this cable but I enjoy Twitter sometimes. But uh, yeah, I I need you need a break from Twitter sometimes because it's it's a especially the last few weeks everything's just been so depressing on Twitter. You you scroll through and everyone's just sad. Everyone's angry about so many things and rightly so. Like it's been very shitty. Like things have dramatically shifted over the last few weeks. But like. I think it's been really rough to just like keep up. And I know a lot of my, I had to disappear for two weeks, you know, on Twitter. I had to disappear and I, I just, I felt so overwhelmed. Everything felt like shit. I felt, I feel better, but I don't feel the best after I just came back onto Twitter because I felt like I needed to. Um, 
yeah, I don't use Twitter as much as I used to anymore. I still use it a considerable amount more than any other app, but I think I've just reduced how much and how I use Twitter because Twitter is a mess, man. I know people have disappeared from Twitter now. Some people are taking breaks because it really has been an overwhelming time for everybody. Uh, apart from white people, white people seem to be having the time of their life in this pandemic, going out to see your friend, you know, <laughs> while that helper of yours is suffering in our house in Uttridgeville, you know, barely making money, you know, to go buy groceries. White people, hey, living life, hey, you know, while Aunt Magrizi is there not being able to afford water, to pay bills, to make sure a child is still educated, hey, Jessica, hey, she's living her life, going to see her friend. Ugh. I, I yeah, man, I'm not gonna say I, I'm not gonna say I hate white people. I'm gonna come for my necks, those ones. Um But okay, anyways, enough I, I'm so angry, man. Everything about life is makes me so angry. I'm going to let's watch this video. Uh this video that I found of before I just let me pause this real quick. <laughs> So this lady, um, <laughs> she goes, <laughs> I don't think this is her who posted the video, but I think someone just reposted this video. Um, and the caption is, <laughs> if you're bad at sexting slash phone sex, I promise you're going to feel better after watching this. I have I've watched this video already I've watched it once I think like fully when I first saw this I was crying real tears I was crying a river I was crying a whole Justin Timberlake this was fucking incredible I just <laughs> please listen before I before I play this video don't ever feel bad for not knowing how to sext that thing is so hard pun intended it is difficult. You're trying to keep the mood and also trying to type and making sure you don't type over each other, making sure things are in line. That thing is hard. It's difficult. You guys, please, if you are if you are thinking that, oh, no, I don't know how to please my partner through the phone. Our relationship is falling apart during this pandemic because we can't see each other and we can't make love. I need to now learn how to say, dude, listen. Tell your partner, babes, go watch some porn. I, I, I will not be able to satisfy you because it, it sexting is an entire sexting is is like writing an exam. Like if you say some wrong shit, like it's like writing an English exam. Honestly, if you say something wrong, even the tiniest bit, it'll fuck up the entire thing, and you will fail. And your teacher <laughs> say teacher. I say teacher like this is some fucking role play thing. But your teacher will look at you and go, Oh yeah, this was so perfect. But you fuck but you fucked up this one thing. So everything went guys, please just don't stress about it. Just let it if if you're bad at it, you're bad at it. Embrace it. Dude, if you are good what's important is that you're good at physical sex, okay? This conversation got this conversation got really weird really quickly, so I'm just gonna watch the video. <laughs> okay, wait. <so laughs> okay, let me shut up. Hi, it's difficult. It's very difficult during these quarantine times. 
Uh, as you can see, my eyes are red. I've been crying non-stop. Um, I just got dumped. And I got dumped for for a stupid reason. There's something called phone sex. <laughs> I, I, man. I, I, So my partner says... <laughs> that laugh there, that laugh was like... The <laughs> That laugh was the trauma kicking in. In a few, in, in a very few split seconds, she had flashbacks to <laughs> to bad phone sex. <laughs> I just want to play that laugh again because, like, that's that's how I sound every time I think of my <laughs> I'm having PTSD moments. I, I, man, I, 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 so my partner. <laughs> Oh man, that's how. That's exactly how I feel every time I I I think back to a shitty moment in my life. That just that laugh, that, that those few seconds. She goes, <laughs> Ooh, "Yo, hey, life has been shit, eh? Yo, that is exactly how I feel. This lady, I think she's my spiritual, my spirit animal. I feel, I feel like I have a deep connection with her." Just for the way she's like projecting herself. I, I, I feel like I'm with her. Cause. <laughs> oh man. Oh, okay. So let me just continue. Says, what are you wearing? Like, what am I wearing? I'm wearing a night dress. And then Ari, I'm taking it off slowly. Guy. <laughs> Where? I know, let's give me zero, ma'am. <laughs> no, uh, nothing sexy. Mm -mm. Ah, ah, later on, Ari, I'm picking you up now and I'm pinging you to a wall. I'm pinging you to a wall. Can you feel it? <laughs> Yo, oh my gosh. Guys, don't have phone sex, eh? Like, I, I'm, I'm thinking, oh, just, just don't sex, guys. Like, Listen, be horny. It's okay to be horny. And it's okay. You don't have to. It's okay to be horny, guys. Like, if you are feeling lonely during quarantine, if you're feeling like you're suffering and that you're missing physical affection and that you are desperate and you just need a bit of intimacy, the last thing you want to do is have phone sex. <laughs> Oh no, you really do not want to do that. Please, for your own sanity, you are going to hate yourself after it. You're going to feel weird and you're just going to go, why did I actually just do that? It's, it's, oh, intimacy is so beautiful until after you've done it, then it feels disgusting. Have you ever been out, out like out of a relationship and you look back to the race and you're like, why did we say all those stupid things? It was disgusting and it was weird and it was cringe. And it's just, oh, guys, that is just don't do it. Just be horny. Bro. Go read some Fifty Shades of Grey or some shit. You know, have a little free time for yourself and sort yourself up. Just do not. Please have phone sex. <laughs> you're going to hate yourself so much. <laughs> Oh no! Okay, let me just. Uh. Yeah. Okay. Wait. <laughs> and also the way she describes the pinning to the wall. <laughs> Wait. Ari, I'm picking you up now, and I'm pinning you to a wall. I'm pinning you to a wall. Can you feel it? Yeah. 
<laughs> it sounds like it sounds like she's been possessed and <laughs> and now the whole devil is like pinning her to the wall like oh yeah i've got you now you are not leaving my hands <laughs> Oh man, this lady. Oh, I stand her. I don't call my parents. I give you zero. I take me to the principal's office. I'm too ghetto for that. So then my partner says, you know what? You don't understand what's going on. Let me call you. I say, fine, call me. Yo, did the voice not change? What are you wearing? So clearly, I was on the wrong track. So I said, no, let me pull myself together and do the right thing. And then... <laughs> you know, that, the thing is, the thing is, that moment happens a lot. <laughs> you feel like shit's going offside and you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, no, I need to, I need to, I need to focus. I'm losing the plot here. I need to understand the story. I need to understand the script because I only have one shot. And if I fuck it up... The movie's over. Everything's fucked. You, <laughs> there's so much pressure in being intimate over the phone because you feel like you will fuck it up at every moment. One letter, dude. You say one letter, nah. You 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 miss you miss you misspell one word, and the whole thing's fucked. Intimacy is gone. Intimacy is cancelled. Cancelled. Cancel culture. Will no mm -mm. guys just do not. It is difficult. The pressure is so much. This is not even like for sexting or whatever, phone sex. This is just um, typical, just, just, just general stuff. Imagine saying, imagine that you guys are having a deep moment, you know. Oh, baby, I care about you so much. I love you so much. I never want to leave you. You know, I just, I, you know, I feel you're so special to me. And I, I feel like every moment we spend together it feels absolutely beautiful and then you say, I love you. And then you misspell love and everything's fucked. Guys, maybe I'm just having trauma moments, eh? <laughs> maybe this is just me projecting my past traumas and going, yes, yes, yeah. That's exactly. But no, no, I've never experienced this. I I, I mean, I haven't. Ex I, uh, anyways, uh, <laughs> um, let's just watch this. My partner says it's in. So I say, because <laughs> Yeah, no, so it didn't work out, man. I no chief. I no, some things are for other people, right? <sighs> Can you feel it? <laughs> Guys, listen to her. Some things are just for other people. They're not meant for you. If if you if phone sex ain't for you, bro, don't even, don't even force it. Don't push it. Don't force that agenda onto yourself. Let it go. Try something else. You know, send a flower, dude. All you have to do is send a flower and be like, I want to have sex with you. Enough into that for me. If you send me a flower and say, I want to have sex with you, we can eliminate all the phone sex and in between stuff. Yo, we are going to, s dude, like I feel like I am such like a slut for little things of like little little bits of intimacy that just make you you know jump inside and they make you feel happy you know not ah uh, guys 
don't get me wrong. Listen, if phone sex is for you and you want to do it, I'm not going to sit here and discourage you. But hey, sometimes just let it go. Hey, you know, try another time. You know, save it for an save it for an intimate, like a proper intimate moment. You know, because we're how how South Africa is like a hundred and something days deep into into lockdown. People, things are going to get weird. We've seen with AKA what happens deep into a into lockdown. Shit gets rough. Just guys, just backtrack, nah. Just backtrack. Let it be. You know, read a book. Sit on your bed. Meditate. You know, if you guys have ever heard of astral sex, have astral sex. Do those things. But by all means, please, 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 do not have phone sex. You will hate your life for good. Okay, don't do that. Phone sex is cancelled. Okay, you you hear me? Phone sex is cancelled. Don't do it. Sexting cancelled. Fifty Shades of Grey, alone at three a.m. in your living room, crying because you're alone. Uncancelled. Have a good night. All right, treat yourself. Watch Fifty Shades of Grey. Have your own Netflix and chill. <laughs> All right, people. Cool. All right. So that was that. That was the show or a podcast. I have no fucking idea what to call this thing. It's a podcast. Uh, yeah. So thank you for listening. If you've made it this far, congratulations. You have a good attention span, unlike me. Ooh. Oh, my ADHD. <laughs> this was a struggle to record, not gonna lie. But uh, thank you for listening. Uh, I thoroughly appreciate it. Uh, this podcast was quite difficult to get together, not gonna lie. But um, thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting. It means the absolute world to me. It makes me feel warm and it brings me so much joy. And it's one of the few things that bring me joy in life because God knows life sucks right now, but... You know, for me, I, I, this is cool. And I thoroughly appreciate everyone who supported and listened and makes me feel happy. Uh, yeah. So until next week, next week, Tuesday, second episode, we will be covering clout in South Africa because, oh, that is an issue in this country. Um, yeah. Um, we will be doing that next week. I don't know what else will be happening. Everything happens on Twitter so fast, you know, and in the world. Yeah, so we'll see next week. But the main topic, first topic, you know, our focus next week will be on clout. Because, yay. Hey, South Africa's a clout-driven country, is it not? Yo, uh-uh. Guys. Uh, uh, but let me save it for next week. Um, Until then, stay safe. Stay happy, stay easy, feel easy, you know, block your exes, please. Yo, see so many of you stressing about your exes. Oh, my ex is calling me during lockdown. Guys, quit it. Block, 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 move, block, delete. But if you feel like you need to heal and you need to settle things, please do that so you don't move past and move forward with your life holding on to unnecessary things. But do whatever you need to to feel good. Okay, that's my point. Um, but until then, I hope you guys are feeling good, feeling safe. And uh, yeah, see you next week.
Bye.